We don't have an intro to this podcast. Maybe we'll have one later. And I'm back. Hello, this is the Film Crew Podcast. My name is Quan, and it is currently uh, December 12th, 2021. Now, this isn't going to be a very conventional podcast. I want to talk about some issues that were uh, brought about over the past week. Uh, specifically, I want to talk about YouTube and its copyright policies and all the other bullshit YouTube shenanigans that were happening. Shenanigans such as stuff that happened to a YouTube creator named Totally Not Mark. Totally Not Mark is a YouTuber who focuses, from what I've seen, primarily on reviews of Toei Animation's uh, products, such as Dragon Ball Z and One Piece. I, I, I think he's done other reviews as well and other videos, but the uh, main issue is the Toei Animation's Dragon Ball, what he said, primarily Dragon Ball and One Piece. He made a video a couple of days ago, about four or five days ago, of uh, his, what happened to him. And basically what happened was Toei Animations, in a span of less than a day, copyright striked about 150 of his videos and from what he said that's an equivalent of about three years of work which is completely shitty since it is almost Christmas and he also has people he has to pay his his whole company is kind of in shambles right now now understandably I guess kind of not really uh Toei Animation's did copyright strike his videos? That's not what's understandable. What's understandable is that the copyright laws in Japan are, from what I've heard, is different than the copyright laws in the United States. For example, I can make a review on Marvel movies and it would be considered fair use. And that's that's fine. That's actually the uh that's very appropriate. Uh from what I've heard Though in Japan, their copyright laws are a little bit more harsh in that you can only review a product if it's for educational purposes. Now, what does that mean? I have no idea, but the point is Toei Animations completely striked like three years of work. And I'll tell you why that's fucked up. It's fucked up. Because it's against fair use. And since most of his Totally Mark Not Mark's videos are watched primarily in the Western community. Uh, primarily from what he said, America. Like, it's one of those things where he, he said that it would be understandable if Toei Animation's copyright striked or like just banned his videos in Japan. But not... <laughs> But they kind of did it for the rest of the world as well. And that's kind of shitty. Because they kind of... like I guess they're not really following the fair use policies of the Western world. So that kind of, kind of makes sense. Po the point is he, he lost a lot of videos. And that's all I'm really going to say about Totally Not Mark. He, he's been getting a lot of support. Which is very, like, I, that's very heartwarming to see the community coming together. 
But yesterday he did make a video saying that he doesn't want to be associated with this situation anymore. He's He's been getting a lot of anxiety from the situation. He doesn't want to be a part of it anymore, which is completely understandable. So I'm not going to say anything more about this situation, but I do want to kind of talk about copyright strikes in general now. Uh, I, I'm using Totally Not Mark as an example, not making it a main, not making it a main point. The main point is the copyright strikes in general, because here's the thing. It's, it's so fucked up what YouTube's copyright strike guidelines are. Cause I, I don't know too much about it. I've never been never really been copyright strike before, but I, I, I get the general premise of the person or entity or company will copyright strike your video if they feel like you've copied their work. And copying the work usually entails something along the lines of literally posting uh a all like an entire movie into a video you upload an entire movie uh at, without permission from the entity onto YouTube that's that that's deemed as copyright they can copyright strike you however there's something called fair use fair use entails me let's say reviewing a movie and then using a movie clip to talk about my point to help my point come across is is that english point is i can use a clip uh if it's transformative if i'm doing a review if i'm doing commentary that's considered fair use that being said some of these companies and it's usually companies that are kind of abusive of this copyright strike guideline that youtube has put for the whole world to put uh, individual YouTubers in fear. Companies can claim copyright of your videos and uh, it's one of those things where if you say, hey, fuck that bullshit, this is fucked. I want to file a claim because this is, this, is this is protected and under fair use and the claim would, act it wouldn't go to YouTube. It would, that, that would make too much sense. It actually goes to the company that filed the copyright thing, who who copyright striked you. Why is that fucked up? It's fucked up because why would I tell the company, hey, you were in the wrong if they clearly think they are in the right? And since the company will most likely say, no, you're actually in the wrong this claim is invalid. You will get a strike on your channel. Three strikes and you're out, by the way. As in, too bad, so sad. Good luck out in the real world. Uh, fuck off. And, uh, and you, you couldn't say shit. Which I actually have to, it, uh, I have to mention that you can have, I believe, three strikes in two months. And after the two months, one of the strikes disappears. Which I guess is kind of okay, but not really. Uh, but I'm, I'm changing the subject. So anyways, after the company says, hey, you're stupid as fuck, you can now say, actually, no company, you're stupid as fuck. I'm going to press legal charges for copyright. And usually by, and they have, I believe, 15 days to respond to you. 
And after 15 days, you get your video back. Which, I guess, sucks. Because that would show, if the company doesn't respond, then they'll, it'll show that they were actually in the wrong. And, and you're just sitting here like, well, I guess that's cool, you... You uh, wasted so much of my time. Now, why did I want to talk about this? It's here's the thing: it's, it's so sad to see because Toei Animations didn't just fuck fuck over Toei Not Mark. They fucked over pretty much everyone who's ever talked about Dragon Ball Z and One Piece. And it's it's sad because this guideline, this copyright guideline system thing hasn't changed it it's fucked up everybody knows that this guideline is fucked up and youtube hasn't done shit and they probably won't do shit in the future that's what's sad it's the fact that youtube cares more about corporations and companies than they do with uh individual youtubers because so far from every decision they've made they've done it for the benefit of corporations and god it's sad because youtube used to be a place where individuals were protected but now it's not i don't know it it it, it makes me uh kind of fear being a small creator on youtube because this is this is something if, if you've ever posted anything on youtube or want to do with something on youtube you you gotta like Pretty much fear for your livelihood, if, especially if you want to make this a job, you're going to have to fear for your livelihood. And this isn't like very, think about if this happened with a regular like business, this kind of fuck over system, they'd be, uh, they, oh, fuck me. I don't know. I don't know. This, like, this is blatant shittiness. But anyways, fucking changing the subject to a little bit more light. Uh, well, Jesus Christ, it's not even light, but it's it's goofy. I want to talk about Santa Inc., the new HBO Max Christmas show that Seth Rogen has, is a clear part of. Uh, it's written, or it was from the creators of Sausage Party, which is funny because I watched Sausage Party. I didn't remember Sausage Party until now when I watched the trailer and they talked about Sausage Party. It's all I remember from that movie was the sex orgy food thing that makes me want to vomit. Point is, it's, it's one of those things where it's not funny. Anyways, Santa Inc. What do I think about the trailer? Well, it. In my opinion, it sucked. A long time ago, we talked about some comedy movies, and I mentioned that comedy is sub subjective, and it's one of those things where just because I don't like the comedy doesn't mean another person doesn't like the comedy. I don't like Sausage Party. That doesn't mean Sausage Party isn't funny, because there were people who laughed at that movie because they were five. They weren't five because it was rated R, but they had... The mindset of a five-year-old, I'm not shitting on them. If that's what they like, that's what they like. Therefore, Sausage Party is, in, in, in its own right, funny. Santa Inc., however, based on what I've seen, nobody liked the trailer. So, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one. It has a 1.5 
or sorry, 1.2 rating on IMDb with 12.2K reviews. Also, the YouTube trailer has close to a million views and 4K likes. I only mentioned the 4K likes because <laughs> YouTube uh, took away the dislike button number. So I, I'm not able to see what the dislike button or how many dislikes that trailer got. They also took down the comment. They disabled comments. So that's also a thing that that's there. Uh, the good news is a lot of people reviewed the trailer. And it's come to my attention that nobody really likes the trailer. And I, I, mentioned, I, I don't want to talk about anyone who created it. Because I'm, I'm sh I feel like I'm shitting on them so hard. But I feel like this person kind of got what's coming to them i wanted to talk about another creator of the sausage party seth rogan and his response on twitter i don't have the exact quote with me but it's something along the lines of hey all these whites thousands of white supremacists shitting on this trailer oh uh, you can see in the comments below that i'm right <laughs> uh yes Sure thing, Seth Rogen. I'm a, I'm a white supremacist. Apparently, I'm a white supremacist because I didn't like the, the show either or the trailer. This is a, a very bad take, in my opinion. I'll tell you why. I don't know what the comments are like because it's been disabled. But some of the comments from what other people have said includes stuff like, Hey, this isn't funny. Or this is cultural appropriation keyword cultural appropriation because i'm here's the thing i'm not very mentally inclined with woke culture i don't i don't i'm not really a part of that community i'm not saying it's bad i'm just not a part of it i'm not a political person uh but from what i've gathered about the term cultural appropriation it's not really something it's not really a term that white supremacists tend to use Terms I've seen white supremacists really use it are something along the lines of Hollywood libtards. That's something I've heard white supremacists say. Uh, I've never once heard a white supremacist say uh, cultural appropriation. So either all the woke culture people are white supremacists or you're kind of full of shit. And... I, I will have to give the benefit of the doubt to Santa Inc. Because from what I've seen, the entire spectrum of the internet has come together to shit on this trailer and this show. I'm, and it's one of those things, it does have 4K likes. So if those 4K people like the show, then... That's all right with me. The point is, I'm not going to watch the, the show based on the trailer. I'm, it's not something I would watch based on some the thing that Seth Rogen said on Twitter. I'm going to kind of shit on him. Seth Rogen's response to the criticisms of this show is what I define as a bad take. But speaking of bad takes, Seth Rogen did have another one, a YouTuber named Casey Neistat about a week ago had his car broken in into and it was a really fucked up situation because 
the person who broke into his car stole a bunch of his daughter's birthday decorations, and that's like a shitty thing on its own. Uh, and he made a twit longer. No, it's not a twit longer. What am I saying? He 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 posted on Twitter saying, "Hey, this shit happened. LA is a shitty place to live in. All this stuff. Thank you to the West LA Police Department for helping out." Seth Rogen's response was, "Dude, this shit is fucked up, but you can't say that LA is a shitty place to live in." And here's the thing, Seth Rogen. It it might not be a shitty place to live in for a rich actor or act actress like you, but to the common folk of the rest of LA, uh, I think it's one of those things where everyone can agree that LA is not a good place to live in. I hate LA. Most of the people I know hate LA. Actually, Seth Rogen's take on LA might be the first time I've ever heard anyone from LA say, they don't hate LA. Casey Neistat and uh, Seth Rogen did a back and forth on Twitter. Seth Rogen saying, "Hey, I've lived in twenty, lived here for twenty years. Uh, you're crazy, man. It's called living in a big city." Casey Neistat saying, "I can still be mad though. This is a I feel so violated. I'm reading this on Twitter." Uh, Seth Rogen then responding, "You can be mad, but I guess I don't personally." view my car as an extension of myself and I've never felt violated any of the 15 or so times my car was broken into once a guy accidentally left a cool knife in my car so if it keeps happening you might get a little treat that's the, the big thing I wanted to talk about how out of touch can you really be first of all you don't personally view your car as an extension of yourself and you've never felt violated any of the 15. Here's the, here's, the, here's, the, here's the big thing. 15 or so times my car was broken into. So he's he, he, he had his car broken into 15 times. And he's completely okay with it. You, th th this tweet is just so out of touch. Because I, I, I would feel fucking violated as shit. He also got a cool knife. And he he didn't decide to take it to the police. Is that isn't that something you, that's called evidence? You, know, you could find out who broke into your car. Instead, you decided that it was gonna be a little treat. I don't know. This is just such a bad take, especially his thing about don't leave anything valuable in your car. It's called living in a big city. That's kind of fucked up. Jesus Christ! This is your friendly rant alert saying hey. Rant alert. Okay, that was it. And I, I, I don't know. Is it, is it because I'm not rich? Is that what it is? I, I think LA's a shithole. Is it because I'm not rich? Would I like living in LA if I were rich? Is that what it is? Because he's, he's saying that his valuables were... Don't leave your valuables in the car. My car was broken into 15 times. Maybe it's because he can replace his valuables... Is that what it is? Do I have to, do I have to be rich to live in LA? Is that is that what I, I just I just fixed LA? Just be rich. Hey, I just fixed LA. You like living in LA? You have to be rich. So out of touch. It's over. It's over. This 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 podcast is yeah. It's over. It's over. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my God, I'm getting a headache. All right. 
I'm ending it there. That, I just wanted to talk about some bad takes and uh, blatant copyright uh, infringement and not copyright infringement, just blatant abuse of cop the copyright system. That's all. Jeez, that's all I really want to talk about. Uh, thank you so much for watching and listening to me rant. My name is Dury Quan. I have my own channel, Quan is Gaming. Gaspar, he's on here right now. He has his own channel, Gaspar underscore the underscore creature. You can find us on Instagram at FilmCrew7. You can also find us on Twitter, not really at Crew Film, because we don't post shit on there on Twitter. You can find us on any podcast channel available. Jeez. Thank you so yeah, thank you so much for watching and listening. Make sure to like if you like, subscribe if you're not. My name is Quan and I'll see you all next time. We also don't have an outro either. We'll probably have one soon. <laughs>